Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. I'm your host, Art, and I think spring is on the way. Uh, We have some beautiful weather ahead this week, and I'm looking forward to getting outside, getting some sunshine, and recharging my batteries that have been kind of depleted thanks to a, a cold and gloomy winter. Today, I want to talk about our book challenge uh, this month in the month of March. The challenge is going to be the Polar Express to read a story about travel, uh, about some kind of adventure. Let those books take you on a journey. When spring weather starts arriving, I really get anxious to be out and exploring and out and walking and traveling and I'm wanting to go and get into the sunshine So I thought this would be a perfect month for this challenge. So the challenge for you is to read a book about travel. I am going to be reading a book called The Christmas Joyride by Melody Carlson. And the book description says that Miranda did not put adventure on her Christmas list, but thanks to her 85-year-old neighbor, Joy, that's exactly what she's getting this year. When Joy tells Miranda that she plans to drive an old RV decked out in Christmas decorations from their Chicago neighborhood to her new retirement digs in Phoenix, in the dead of winter no less, the much younger Miranda insists that Joy cannot make such a trip by herself. Besides, a crazy trip with Joy would be more interesting than another Christmas home alone. Unemployed and facing foreclosure, Miranda feels she has nothing to lose by packing a bag and heading off to Route 66. But Joy has a hidden agenda for their Christmas joyride and a hidden problem that could derail the whole venture. No one captures the heartwarming fun of the Christmas season quite like Melody Carlson. Fasten your seatbelt because it's going to be an exciting ride. I thought this sounded like the perfect story to read this month. And I love the cover of this book. It shows a picture of an RV. It's decorated with Christmas lights, a Santa hat, garland... I want to live in this RV. I haven't read the book yet, but I just, I want to live in it because it looks like a perfect cozy vehicle for a Christmas podcaster. So I'll probably show you the the picture of the cover on social medias at some point. This is my ideal vehicle for sure. Okay. In today's episode, we're going to be having uh, a couple of interviews. First of all, I've got Bill from thevillagecollector.com back on the podcast. And we're going to talk about uh, his the Hall of Fame contest that they ran this year. So if you want to check out which videos and villages won the Hall of Fame nominations, you can go to his uh, website, thevillagecollector.com, and find uh, and click the link there for the 2021 Hall of Fame page. I really would encourage you to do that if you like to look at Christmas villages, because these videos are all so well filmed. They put music in the background. They get the camera up close. You can see the detail that goes into the planning of these villages. I I spent some time watching those videos the other day and really just enjoyed the whole coziness of it. If you have a a Christmas village that you do every year, uh, let me encourage you to get some inspiration from this website. Uh, Send in your videos or interact with Bill uh, on on his website. Because uh, you will find a community, uh, a friendly community of Christmas villagers there ready to help you out, give you advice, to just enjoy talking villages together. Check that website out and uh, enjoy this interview with Bill from thevillagecollector.com. 
Well, it's award season. Uh, we've had the Oscar nominations out, the Golden Globes and all those uh, fun awards. We've even had the Ratty Awards from the Totally Rad Christmas podcast out. Uh, so I got a couple of nominations on that. Uh, and speaking of awards, we're here today with uh, our good friend of the show, Bill, from thevillagecollector.com to talk about the awards that his website hands out for uh, the Hall of Fame uh, Christmas Villages uh, videos. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bill, welcome back to uh, the Cozy Christmas Podcast. Uh, thanks so much, Art. It's always fun being here. Well, welcome back. Thank you. You don't know this, but you have brought some Christmas magic our way today because it's, oh, cool. it's snowing right now and it's quite lovely outside. Yeah, well, you got to advance. I was scheduled for tomorrow morning, so you got it first. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Tuesday we had some ice come in and that, that was a treacherous uh, drive. I had to take the kids back and forth to school. And oh, man, it was not fun to drive on ice. I, wow. I'll take snow any day. <laughs> all right so uh well uh, i think you were on last in july um i think it was uh but uh, tell, just tell us how how was your christmas this year how did things go for you um it was fun uh there's uh you know like everything else there's ups and downs this happened to be one of the ups so uh that's always a a, a good feeling uh we had uh a lot of stuff happened. I was very busy over Christmas, so I didn't get to do a lot of the stuff I typically do over Christmas. Uh, fortunate to be busy. Uh, unfortunate, couldn't do other things as much. But uh, yeah, I was uh, knee deep in the in the voting process, as as you had mentioned, and that mm -hmm. and that took like a lot of time. Yeah. Now, did you say uh, you you had a record number of voters this year? No, uh, but we had a record number of. Uh, of uh, videos to to choose from and, and stuff we we had some good um we did have more voters last year mm -hmm. but i think uh, a lot of that was due to so many factors including covid and everything that this year but the voters we had this year we had uh, we had thousands of votes but it just mm -hmm. uh, wasn't quite the number that we had the pre previous year sure and that that stuff will fluctuate i'm sure sure yeah absolutely yeah yeah, and uh, we'll talk about those in a minute here. Uh, and uh, you've got the videos up on your website, and people can go and look at those, and that's that's always fun. Yeah, we actually have uh, two pages there. One is all the videos from this year, and one is the main Hall of Fame page with everything some, from the start. Yeah, I was actually looking to see if you had past year's Hall of Famers on your site. Uh, yes, it's a page called Hall of Fame. The 2021 Hall of Fame is a separate page, and that has just this year's. Yeah, if you uh, go to any page on the on the website, just uh, to, to villagecollector.com, and you go up top, there's, there's uh, all the different uh, pages there. Yeah, okay, yeah, there it is. Hall of Fame and then the 2021 Hall of Fame. One of the things that was pretty interesting was the variety of uh, locations. Um, I'm always so excited about representing so much and sharing so much of the world of video for villages that shows everybody we're all the same everywhere. Yeah. Of the 24 uh, nominees, we got uh, from the states, Kentucky, New York, Maryland, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Florida, and Illinois. So it was a pretty good cross-section of the country. But we also, in that 24, had three from Italy, two from France, 
and one each from United Kingdom, Netherlands, Philippines, and Canada. And there were six that had no locations listed that could have been mm. from, from anywhere. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty amazing when everything is the same for villages and it's all over the world. I love that. That is really cool. Yeah. That's one of the, that's been one of the fun things about doing a podcast, you know, on the internet is I, I've got yeah. listeners from all over the world and I've gotten to interact with people. I never would meet. Isn't that life. fun? I mean, that oh, is yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, Christmas just becomes a global phenomenon for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do you, do you have any idea what's uh, what's the big news in village collecting this year? Um, that it's still going on. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Um, well, um, yeah. Villaging is, is changing. It's changing a lot. I mean, um, yeah. it's changing from more of a collectible passion to a commodity passion. I mean, the businesses have to do that same business. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I miss the old style over you, you get on the hunt and you go looking for the piece or you take trips or whatever. My fun phrase I use is we're not, we're not collectors, we're acquirers now. If they want a building, they click on the internet. Two days later, it's at your doorstep. It takes some of that out. But it's it's just different. I just, uh, being old school, I miss some of the old style, but um, it's still going strong. Growing in different directions, but growing. And that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then on your, your site, you had mentioned, I think it was the last time you had found somebody to do uh, uh, an article or write a, a post about um, uh, train train collecting. Yeah, um, um, actually, uh, yes, we, we do. Um, we have Brian Vale doing that on a page called the, the train station, mm. but we've added others too. David Spears has been with us since the, the beginning. He, he has a great page and a great column. Larry Treadwell uh, writes great stories. He's, he's been on there for a long mm-hmm. time. Then after that, uh, we were lucky enough to hook up with Jim Peters, who does a column on how to show your village, uh, what, what to do when you want to put it on YouTube, how to do it or whatever, or if you, whatever you want to do, or if you're going to set it up for a, for a, uh, a house tour or something, but how to show your village. And that's really become popular. And then, as you said, Brian, um, for the for the trains. But we've also picked up uh, uh, Taya Hank, who was who uh, Taya's um, from Canada. She has a tremendously popular YouTube channel on on building and and do it yourself and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we she has a page on there now. We're very proud of. There's someone who has submitted uh, videos to us before in the past that I've always liked. Phil and Sue Adkins, they're from uh, from London, uh, England. They picked up and uh, documented doing their their whole villages here from start to finish, and they're going to be with us now going on. Mm-hmm. And just recently, just uh, within the last uh, couple of weeks, we've we've added a, a page, the Village Cafe. We've re repurpose that and now have guest columnists on there so anybody who wants to give their opinion tell me something about villaging anything at all to do about villaging any subject any to write a poem i don't care anything at all who wants to share it with others i can put it on the cafe and the first one we have on there is greg cassidy who did an awesome awesome uh, column and that was uh 
timely because he was also the top vote getter in the Hall of Fame. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it was really cool. So we're having a lot more. I have a uh, another two in the works this summer. I hope we're going to add. We're, we're looking to add two or three more columnists this year. And uh, it's just getting more and more fun. I just love this. Good. Well, it's always Oh, well, it's always good when things are fun, you know, when, you, yeah. when your hobbies yeah. start getting to be work, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's when it yeah. stops being fun. Yeah. I like the recent uh, article that Brian wrote on the, uh, the red and or the February 6th one. And there's a picture of the Santa Fe uh, model yeah. train. <laughs> yeah. And I, we had a set when I was a kid, it looked like that. I don't know if it was the same one. Pro- ours was probably cheap, um, but <laughs> it was just one of those train sets that went around in a circle kind of deal. But uh, but yeah. seeing that, just seeing that picture brought back all the nostalgia and cool. uh, memories of, you know, playing with our train set and having our, our GI Joes or army guys around, them, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> doing all that stuff with them. Yeah. It was oh, a lot of, a lot of fun memories of that. That's one of the key things about villaging in, in general is it just, no matter what you do, it kind of brings back a memory of something here or there. It just keeps a lot of things alive from Christmas. And I, yeah. that's really neat. Um, well, let's talk about your uh, the, the Hall of Famers this year. It looks like you had a, a good response. And I guess, as you mentioned, the, they're the fir- uh, first time occurrence that you actually had a tie for fourth place. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, so we wound up with five instead of four because because of the tie. You know, we, we didn't want to go to tiebreakers or anything. It just... That's that has not the attitude we're looking for. We're looking to just share what we got. And if so many viewers pick these, then then we'll put them on there. I will take one little aside first, mm-hmm. and I I want to compliment you on the 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 Dickens reading. I oh. love those Dickens readings you have have on your uh, on your blog. Those are so cool. You well, do a great job with that. Good, thank you. Uh, yeah, that was so fun to read. Uh, yeah. it, it was something I actually wanted to do. Well, I came up with the idea my first year, but I just had too much other stuff going on. So I thought, okay, well, my plan was I record a little bit of it throughout 2021. And then that way at Christmas time, it would be no stress. I could just put it all out. It'd be all done. And of course I wait until the very last minute. (laughs) I'm scrambling, but oh, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. Well, Dickens is is my favorite. In fact, my favorite village, my, I mean, we celebrate all villages, all brands, everything. Mm-hmm. But but my personal favorite is is uh, Dickens, and uh, uh, that that kind of hit right home and, and tied it all in for me. I thought that Good. was really really cool. Yeah, the uh, second place nominee for the Hall of Fame that you have uh, it was the Dickens Village, and that was my favorite video of of the five, uh, just yeah. because of that that tie in. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. Coming in at, uh, at numbers four and five, we have, let's see, uh, one one called a, a Christmas facade, and another by Jim Peters called Claire's Christmas Village, and they both came uh, tied at two hundred and seventeen votes. Not only are these videos great, you know, you see the craftsmanship that goes into de- designing, but the videos themselves, or Jim Peters' video, had a lot of little neat camera things in it that I, I thought w- was enjoyable. And uh, give a plug there, Jim Peters. Um, he's the one that does our column, uh, Show Your Village, on how to how to show your village. And as you said, it really is neat the way it happens. He he practices what he preaches. Uh, so that was, that's really cool. It looks like he had a couple of little uh, 
little, I, I don't know, you call them Easter eggs or something where there's a video, there's like a little video inlaid into the video of his village. You see, I think probably his grandkids or, or his, his kids, grandkids. Yeah. Grandkids, yeah. Yeah. He brings them in a lot. Yeah. That's, that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun way to, to bring your family into your hobby. <laughs> what I liked about the, uh, uh, is it Modestaville? It's the one who uh-huh. made number four. Yeah. I, I like that. That one felt very, the village they constructed felt very uh, like rural America, uh, kind of an old fashioned feel to it. It it reminded me a bit of the town I live in right now, actually, just maybe a little bigger and fancier, but <laughs> it definitely looked like a, a, a cozy Iowa village or something that uh, you would find around here. Oh, that that's nice when you can relate to it. That always helps. Yeah. Yeah. What what I what I thought was interesting about each of these is you know, you go in thinking, okay, it's all just going to be the same thing, but uh, <laughs> yeah. each one, uh, you know, Claire's Christmas village had like a city, but also had suburbs to it. This uh, number fours was kind of a more old fashioned town. And then uh, we had the Dickens village. You had one that was uh, Christmas in the city, which was uh, number threes. You know, you had all these different styles. And then of course the, the one who won this year wasn't even about Christmas. So <laughs> It's amazing, and it's nice that the um, the village uh, videos shows off different size villages. I mean, you don't need six hundred buildings to be a good village. I mean, that's always nice and everything, mm-hmm. but we've had some with uh, a dozen and and uh, or less, and it's uh, it's really uh, it's all about how you put it together and how much of a passion you have, attention to detail, and stuff like that. It's not how much money you spend on it. It's what you do with what you got. And it's just really, really good to see the variety that, that's there. Mm-hmm. Number three was by Mark uh, Fren- Frendo. If Hopefully I pronounced his name right. Yes, Frendo. Yes. Uh, I think and, that's the way you pronounce it. I'm not, not 100% sure, but I believe so. And talk about close voting. That that came in only about five votes less than uh, number two. Uh, so very close tie. And, and theirs was called uh, Christmas in the City. I like that because it was, it was like, it looked like New York city. And I loved the, uh, there's a train. He put the train in the, in the, in the city. And I think with just a combination of the music and the way he designed it, it really captures the chaos that you find in a place like New York city at Christmas yes. time. At yes. least how I imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and he, um, he's from uh, New York or uh, Long Island, but mm-hmm. near New, New York city. So you know that he's got some personal input in that when he's building it. You know, you you build your village for what you like, you know, and and, and all like that. And uh, mm. the different uh, brands of uh, buildings and all now are can accommodate almost anything. Uh, Department Fifty Six has a whole village called Christmas in the city, is mm. and other brands have things maybe a different name, but for the same idea. So there's a lot of uh, material to work with for no matter what you want to try and build and. That makes it so much better. I mean, I, I've, I'm sure that you you could you don't have to stick to one brand. I mean, I think right. most of them you can right. mix and match. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, some people do, some people don't. I mean, that's the 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 freedom of, of villaging. Yeah. Um, when I first started, uh, the main one was Spot Fifty Six, and that was like the only game in town for quite a while, unless you built your own or had the. Uh, the cardboard uh, puts or putts buildings. I don't know how to pronounce that, but um, 
Department 56 really took off, but then other brands have come in because it was so popular. And now it, most people just mix and match whatever they like. You know, it's it's a free for all out there. My favorite was number two, uh, the Department 56 Dickens Village. Yes. Uh, put together there by uh, Soaring Hawk, I guess, uh, is the channel name. That that's like marketed right right for for guys like me. You know, it's it's the Victorian style village. It's Dickens themed. I love the video, the Christmas music he played, all that. It just all came together really nicely. Yeah, um, Soaring Hawk EO has uh, has actually been in the Hall of Fame before, so it's not okay. his first time there. His stuff is all always really good, uh, and uh, he's uh, he's become a frequent. Uh, a visitor to our site, which which is always cool from our point of view. I mean, we're 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 very proud of that. But he comes in and gives me a link for this or a link for that and everything. I'm just amazed at his work. Really good. I like towards the end of the video where he had, you know, the room lights off, so all you saw was the glow of the village, and then <laughs> yes. you know the cameras panning through, and then uh, I see one building where uh, all the people inside are dancing. It, it, that's just remarkable craftsmanship for uh, Department 56 that yes. you're able to make something like that. I expect that was probably Fezziwig's um, dancer or ball or something from, from Dickens. That was a lot of fun. I really liked that one. So for those of you listening, I know it's hard to talk about something visual. So again, go, go to the villagecollector.com, go to the Hall of Fame 2021 and watch those videos and uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. So uh, tell us a bit about uh, the number one, what Greg was able to bring in there, uh, because we, we have a, a, uh, a, a well, not a Christmas village that, that came in first place. Uh, it's a Halloween village and um, that there are a tremendous number of buildings and and scenes and accessories for Halloween, because Halloween has become, at least in this country, the, the second most popular uh, holiday for decorations and things like that. Um, and there's a lot of people that, that are really into the Halloween villaging, uh, who aren't even into the Christmas, but, uh, they put the Halloween up and that stays up. Um, and then there's some that do it every season for every holiday and it's change and change and change. But, um, uh, Greg is, is, uh, is, uh, big on the, on Halloween. His, he has a Christmas village, it's small around his tree, like a lot of people have a few buildings around the tree, and it's growing a little bit from here. But he he loves the Halloween, and in his column on the cafe, I believe he he talks a bit about about that. But he's a a very good detail villager. I mean, when you look at his videos, the details, how it's laid out, and what's in there, um, they they're very impressive to me. They they re really are. I, I love his work. And that's what I noticed. Um, I like obviously Christmas far more than Halloween, but yes, to me, Halloween is the kickoff of Christmas season. So <laughs> yes. it's, it's easy to get excited for it, but, but yeah, I noticed it's how detailed everything was and it, you could almost see it telling the story of the Halloween town and it was really well done and without looking completely chaotic. It was just very organized and I don't know. There, there's some stories in that, in that layout. There, there are, and, and got to have stories. I love that. And if I could put a separate plug in here, we're uh -huh. looking to add a page for Halloween because it is so popular. 
So if anyone listening would be interested in uh, writing a few paragraphs here or there, or just a one-shot deal we could put in a cafe, but if they're interested in writing about Halloween villaging, we'll provide a whole page and help on how to do it, the whole thing. It's very, very easy and uh, very low pressure. We have no schedules, no size. It's not like a magazine where you got to have it in for the month or whatever and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You're, you're, you missed your deadline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was surprised just the difference in voting. Like uh, that one was a clear number one choice for, yes. uh, for folks. Yeah. 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 Now has, has Greg won before? Or is he a, a repeat? I, I don't believe he has. Okay. Um, uh, and I th- it's the first time that the number one vote getter was, uh, was Halloween. So that that's, that's new sure. for us. We have had some Halloween videos before and we, we have some of the other 24 are, are Halloween videos, but but he got the votes for the for the Hall of Fame. So uh, uh, some ways a record breaking year for you again, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, again, go go check out that page and you can if you need to catch up, there's all kinds of links. As uh, Bill says there that he wants the website to be a place of inspiration, information and fun. That's our tag. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Which is uh, something I can get on board with. Absolutely. So, what are your plans for this coming year with the with the website? Well, um, the biggest thing is uh, trying to to get a couple more uh, people to uh, to broaden the experiences there. We we still have the goal of being a place that any villager wants to come to escape to any time of the year. We get new stuff going all the time. Um, our key focus, I think, the, throughout the summer is going to be working on things for for uh, village clubs. We want to really push the, the clubs a lot and get things on those. We we came out um, last, well, since we talked last time, we, mm-hmm. came, we came out with a game, a, a board game called TVC The Game. It's, it's got its own page on the site. And you just uh, download, you just, not no download, you just click and drag the board onto your desktop and print it and then use a pair of dice or whatever and uh, anything you want from marker and you got a board game on villaging. And we did a, uh, uh, I spent quite a bit of time and made a, an individual edition for each of the clubs that are in our clubhouse page. So uh, just trying to add more fun, something for the clubs to do, something for the clubs to put in their newsletter. They're always like everybody always looking for things for your newsletter when you have a newsletter. So trying to help any way we can. We're going to expand on that this summer with, with things that we can do. And it's typical, everything on our site, it's our philosophy. Everything on the site is free. If you see an ad anywhere, we didn't put it there. We have no pop-ups, no, no sponsors, no asking for donations, no registration, no, no, nothing. You don't need an app to see it. Everything is totally free on the site. Where's the game at on your, on the website or is it? It, It's on, if you go to the top of all the pages where the tabs are, Mm -hmm. TVC the game. Oh, there it is. Okay. I just wanted to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun. And um, the pages are there. You can print them out and uh, make it into a booklet. Uh, The rules are very basic, very simple. It's, it's geared for four and five year olds and up. So the idea was to have something for family time, especially during the, when this came out, it was during the the Zoom, the uh, COVID lockdown, when people were looking mm-hmm. for stuff to do with their kids and everything. So it's a, a family time endeavor. It's very easy to play. And I have a picture of uh, uh, over the holidays, we had our first family gathering for a while. And we, we had a, 
uh, tournament there on that page. As you go down, there's a, a page of the family sitting around playing. Yeah, I the see game. that. It's it's just for, something for fun. And here again, yeah. it's free. But like anything with villaging, you got to have a story. So we invented a story to go with it. That's all there, and just just something to keep things interesting for the villagers who visit the site. Yeah. Oh, that that looks like a lot of fun. Just something to something to do on a snowy day, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Um, I'll be sure to link all that in our show notes for folks oh, cool. come nice. and, and check it out. Well, just to, to give you a, a, a quick update on, on where we're at, um, as we're coming up on our fifth anniversary in May. And up to now, we're at almost a quarter million visits. Um, and wow. that's on, a, on my website, not on FaceTime. We're not on FaceTime or any of those uh, social media. It's only on the web. And our community is now over 150,000 villages in 196 countries. I never knew there were that many countries. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, just, uh, let's see, it's uh, February 17th, just a couple of days ago, um, we got our 196 country, uh, an island called Jersey off uh, off England. And uh, huh. um, it's it's really cool. We, yeah. have, we keep a running tally on the breaking news so people can follow how uh, the community is growing. It's, it's, it's fun for, for some of those who like stats. That's, that's the fun page. <laughs> oh, I love, I love stats. I, I love looking at our, the podcast. Uh, and when I first started watching, when I start getting listened to in all the States, you know, the 50 States of the U S and I think it was North Dakota was the, the last one and it, and it hung on for, for a long time. And I, Come on, North Dakota. Yes. If yes, any yes. state should be listening. It's you guys. Yes. <laughs> freezing cold all half the year so uh but yeah we finally got listened to in all 50 states and then yeah this is just neat to see people listening all over the world and and then it's fun to track that sometimes uh our show will will bump up pretty high on on download charts in different countries uh for whatever reason i I don't even know like it just seems random uh, at times but yeah but word of mouth someone finds it and all of a sudden once they found it they like the old shampoo commercial, they tell two friends and they tell two friends yep. and they tell two <laughs> friends type of thing. Yeah. I think the, the the neat, for me, the neat experience was, it, it was probably within the first three or four or five months of starting. And I heard from a listener in the Philippines. Uh, she had emailed me and, yes. and I was just saying, hey, you know, I listen to your show. We love Christmas in the Philippines. I mean, they pretty much, from what she said, they started, they start in like, mid-September and just yeah um the Philippines is um they're one of the top countries that that visit us and we have a club in our clubhouse from the Philippines Christmas is huge I didn't know that at first but mm-hmm. as I started conversing with the the people over there Christmas is very very popular in the Philippines and they were the first ones that introduced me to the term the birds. I had never heard that before. Mm. Everybody looks to celebrate the birds, B-E-R-S. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I, what are the birds? September, October, November, and December. Those are the birds. It's a yep. holiday season for them. So I had never heard that term. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I I, I heard the, uh, it was, I, I didn't hear about the, the bird months until I started hanging out with the Christmas podcasters and they were always yeah. talking about burr months, burr months. And I'm like, what's, Oh yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> I even heard from a listener in Iran really surprised me, but that that's incredible that just people listening everywhere. Well, we're a couple of uh, 
global media sensations, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Um, well, um, we we might be a, a global media, but it's 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 one one passion, one endeavor, one village. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, Bill, as always, it's great to, to chat with you. Best of luck again on this upcoming year with all that you have planned on the website. Thanks so much, Art. It's always fun. I appreciate it. It's uh, thevillagecollector.com and all kinds of fun you can have there. But like I said, I watched some videos today and it just put me in a Christmassy mood. And then it started snowing. So who knows? If you watch a, a Christmas Village video today, it might snow where you're at. So <laughs> <laughs> no guarantee, but all right, Bill, thanks again for, for coming on. Thanks again, Art. For the next part of the episode, I have heard all of your complaints. (laughs) You can all stop writing me angry letters demanding to know where Gracie is. Uh, She is here. We're going to be playing a fun trivia, uh, Christmas trivia game, uh, and we'll see who can come up on top. I had to go a little easier on her because some of these questions were really hard. She doesn't know a lot. I mean, okay, she's twelve year a 12-year-old girl. She's not going to know who played in Citizen Kane, okay? Um, there is, <laughs> or are actors from really old Christmas movies, but so I tried to keep the questions ones that I, I thought she would know how to answer. Uh, anyway, we have a lot of fun playing that game, and I hope you enjoy as Gracie and I play Christmas Trivia. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I've got Gracie here. Or is it me? Yeah, uh, she's sporting a new hairdo, if you want to check it out. Show everyone your new hair. (laughs) This is an audio podcast, so you do actually have to talk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, (laughs) It's blue. Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't actually say the color. She's got some blue hair. It's really short. Yep, she's rocking it, and I think it looks great. It matches my shirt. So there's that. Kind of. Well, it's my shirt's blue. Your hair's blue. It's all good. So, yeah. Um, don't mistake me for someone else. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm Gracie. That's right. It is Gracie. So we're ready to have some Christmas fun in February. You know it. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if I've had you on since Christmas, Grace. No, it's what, been so long. What was Christmas like? How, how, how was Christmas? It was good. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was fun, and it was just good to be with family. I learned a lot that Christmas isn't always just about happiness and stuff. I was really focused, I'm like, okay, it's Christmas time, now I have to always be happy every single day, every second, and that's just not how life is, you know, so, mm-hmm. but I still had a good Christmas despite because, I mean, can't let that ruin Christmas. That's a kind of a choice sometimes. So, but it was yep. fun. It was nice. Oh, and good. I enjoyed Christmas. Um, I got lots of books, so I was pretty excited about that. I got um, a lot of art stuff. Yay! Yeah, we are going to play a game today. Uh, I got this game after Christmas. Um, it's called "Tis the Season Christmas Trivia." So it's a Christmas trivia game. You can play it on like a Trivial Pursuit board or something like that. But it has different categories to um, to ask questions from. There's history, facts, figures, traditions around the world, cartoons, animation, etc. You know, TV, movies, carols, and songs. 
I am going to lose. Movies on the silver screen and literature and the performing arts. I'm going to lose. I don't. I will probably kick my butt, but I don't don't know. Like, I don't know a ton about Christmas as shocking as it is. Well, that's why you should listen to the show more. (laughs) I do. I listen to the show. Okay. Uh, But that's the scorecard. And basically, it's like a game of horse, only you spell Christmas. We're going to see how we do. And... I've already pre-memorized all the cards. All right. I'm not picking from the end. I'm picking in the middle. Uh, there's a couple of ways you can play it. it. It'll depend on how we... Oh, I see. So the answer's on that side and the question's on this side. Yeah. Okay. According to the rules, you're supposed to go through one category at a time. I mean, depending on how you want to play it, you can pick your own category or you can yeah. just go through an order. And the first one, Dispel Christmas, wins. Or that's one, two, yeah, three, four, so... five, six. I'm probably not going to do very good because a lot of these are historical questions and I'm not Mm. very good at that. So we'll give it our best shot, but I think he's got that one in the the bag. But yeah, so the questions are on one side and the answers are on the other, but no peeking. Okay, I won't peek. Um, So do I start? Yeah, we'll go first because you'll go first. You'll ask me the question first because I'm smarter. Yeah, start. start, Do this. I have straight A's. Oh, wait. Do I have straight A's? I have to look, but I think I have straight A's. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, edit that out. That's boring. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead and start with star. This is a history question. Uh, stars? Okay. What Simon and Garfunkel quiet song was number one New Year's Day 1966? Oh, I have no idea. I don't even listen to their music. Uh, I, I recognize the name, but that's about it. Uh, so hard. That's going to be hard. I, I'm going to uh, maybe I'll just guess something. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, the sound of silence. The sound of silence. What does that have to do with Christmas? I don't know. Hmm. Mm. I guess it might not have been a very loud song then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sound yeah. of silence. Get yeah. it. All right. I'll start oh, with Grace. Should I put this at the end or just Yeah, uh, just at the end. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay Grace. History, facts, and figures. Does UPS deliver on Christmas Eve? <laughs> yeah, I want to say no, but I'm hesitant. But I think probably not, since it's really close to Christmas. But if it's obviously the other one, though. Are, are you sure about that? No, I'm not sure. Is it no? The answer uh, wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. Think about it. Do we get mail on Christmas Eve? Yes, I guess. Yes, I guess. No, no. The answer is yes. Okay. Good job. Gracie gets a C. Okay. I I didn't think so because I never, I guess I don't pay close attention, but I've never really seen the UPS guy come to our house on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of presents that come late. I feel like if they, or like come because they can't mail on certain days around Christmas. So I just thought no because... That's how it seems on some days. They just don't come near Christmas or something. Well, you, you got that. We'll go on to the second question. In v- Valais? Wait. In Valais? In Switzerland, uh, what hot beverage is served at the Christmas supper? Probably some kind of tea. I don't know what kind, but probably some kind of tea. Is that your final answer? I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to decide how helpful I should be here. <laughs> Think hot Christmassy beverages. Hot chocolate? 
is, is hot chocolate. Is that your answer? I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I'm so cheating here. You are exactly right. Hot chocolate. Okay, it's British people who eat tea. Yeah, all I should have said. All right, she uh, is onto cartoons, animations, and made for television, movies, and specials. Here we go. In what United States city is a very merry cricket set? New York City. New. The answer is New York City. That was a good guess. <laughs> I just. It seems like everything fun is in New York City. So yeah, I don't even know what that US. movie is it about. It said U.S. City, so I'm like. I'm just going to guess that. You've got CHR so far. What is the biggest selling Christmas single of all time? Uh, and that's for music. So the most number one selling Christmas single of all time. Silent Night is really popular, but was there like an original singer for that? Or is it just like a random, is it talking like first music videos or like covers or what? Looking at what the song was, this would be more of... Silent Night was written a long time ago, oh, like yeah. 1800s. Oh, so, oh, wow. Uh, this, but this one was written a long time ago, but not that long ago. Okay. I'm thinking of maybe like less church-like and more like, mm -hmm. I don't know. You're, you're thinking on the right track there. The like, Christmas song or... Like the one that goes, have yourself a merry little Christmas or something like that. Um, it's, it's, it's not fun. that, but it's around that time, I think it was written. Okay, just... The song is White Christmas. Oh, duh. Okay. So um, I was actually guessing Mariah Carey's uh, All I Want oh, for Christmas because yeah. that sells a ton. Yeah, it's really popular. Every, um, every time. Okay. But... Anyway, my turn. Finally, get the rally caps on, kids. Okay. Here we go. Um, so, do you want uh, me to start on Star again? Or uh, I'm on just... the uh, candy cane. Oh yeah. What Sleepy Hollow author was the first to describe Santa Claus as fat and jolly? I know this. Oh no, and I completely am blanking on his name. <laughs> he wrote Sleepy Hollow, uh, uh, Ichabod Whoa. Crane. Um, oh, Washington Irving. Yay! Uh, if I'd gotten that wrong, I would be ashamed to call myself a book nerd. It happens. Because you read so many books that you can't keep your authors straight. Yeah, I, I read that. Um, I re I've read those stories. It's uh, he, They're set in the early 1800s, and it's talking about this guy who's going to a friend's house. He's visiting for Christmas, and he sees a very early rendition of I, Santa. I thought so. since you helped me a little bit, I'll help you oh, okay. if you need it. And I just... Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. No. That. So, okay. Candy cane is traditions around the world. Oh, you'll know this one. What is the flower of night in Mexico? The flower of night in Mexico. Um, hmm. Well, you might know this. It's like, it's like a Christmas or like Christmas. Yeah, it, type is flower. it a uh, poinsettia? Yep. Oh. Oh. That was a guess. Okay. Christmas tree. Let's hear about those TV specials. What is the evil boy's name in Yogi's First Christmas? Otto or Sindeli? What was the second one? Otto or Sindeli or something like that. Hmm. Sind it looks like Sydney, but it's, there's a Sindeli? Sindeli, yeah. I think. This is a 50-50 chance. Just guess. I'm going to go with Sindeli. You're right. Oh. That's not fair. No. <laughs> Maybe I should have gone with Otto. Okay. Uh, now we're tied. Um, Christmas uh, log time. In Up on the Housetop, what does Nell want from Santa? <laughs> I wouldn't know this. 
No. Because I sang this for a choir at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to sing through the song. Uh, Nell, Nell wants a doll that like coos and wets, cries and wets her pants. She wants a Betsy Wetsy. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> a dolly that laughs and cries. Oh, a dolly that laughs and cries. Um, well, I got the doll part right. Yeah. So half a point? How about I, I get the eye, but then it's your turn. Okay. Okay. We are currently four to three here. No. Bear is going to help me answer this next question. Okay. Okay, Bear and, and Grace. Me, 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 me. What character had a corncob pipe and a button nose? Frosty the Snowman? Or, wait. You are correct. So you get the eye. On to the movies on the silver screen. That means like you know, <laughs> motion pictures. Movies. Me? Did Macaulay Culkin star in Home Alone 3? He was the actor he played in Home Alone 1 and he played in Home Alone 2. But did he come back oh, for Home like, Alone 3? Is there... Okay. Is Home Alone 3 like the one that came out recently? No, that's actually like Home Alone 5 if you want to get technical. Uh. Yeah, they made uh, two set at Christmas and then... They've made like th numbers three and four, but I almost gave you the answer. <laughs> yes or no? Did he continue on with the franchise or did he hang up his hat after number two? I don't know. Sure. The answer is <laughs> no. All right. My turn. Hit me with a question. Ask me a movies on the silver screen question. In which Home Alone movie does Kevin buy milk, eggs, and fabric softener? Oh, that would be the first one. Yep. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, easy. I told you it was easy. You're welcome. Literature and the performing arts. No, I am not. That is way too easy. You've read that book way too many times. <laughs> All right. Just for this, just for fun, then what, what's the question? Okay, don't. You're not getting points for right. this. Right. Now I'm curious. Which of the ghosts in A Christmas Carol is also referred to as Phantom? That would be the third one. Yeah, uh, get, the ghosts are yet to come. Yeah, but well, technically the fourth one because nah, 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 there's. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Real question. Now, Ask me another one. Too easy for you. Um, in A Christmas Memory, what candy bar provides Buddy the tin foil to make angels? Oh, oh dear. In the Christmas, in a Christmas memory. Um, what is it? What? Yeah. It's called In a Christmas Memory. In a Christmas Memory, what candy bar provides Buddy the tinfoil to make angels? Don't overthink this one. I don't I haven't read the story, so I'm just going to guess Hershey's? Yep. Hershey's bars. Should I jump back to you to get let you answer a couple? Try to catch up? Or do I just... Should, I, just should we follow the rules? I'll just follow the rules. Okay. Um, so you're back at star Yep. Now? Back up to the star. What furry headgear did boys receive for Christmas, for Christmas in 1955? What furry... F furry headgear did boys receive for Christmas in 1955? Oh, that would be the... Uh, the Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> I know what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a coonskin cap, but I don't know if it's Davy Crockett or Daniel Boone. It, uh, you don't need a name. Okay, so it's just a coonskin cap. It's coonskin hats. Coonskin hat. It's the same thing. It's yeah, the one it's with the tail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, can I answer some now? Okay, so I got... Um, to M. I got to M. Gracie's gonna. I'm gonna give Grace a couple questions. See if she can catch up. All right, Grace. What color is the Grinch in Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Green. Gonna have to think carefully and hard about this now. Green. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? Yeah. The answer is 
green. Yay! Time for literature. Oh, goody. You might know this one. It's from The Christmas Carol. Probably not. But you've seen movies of it, right? Probably. I mean, you saw the Muppets one, at yeah. least. Yeah. Okay. So this is this this would be Tiny Tim. This would be the answer for uh, any pretty much any movie version you watch. Name the reindeer whose name begins with A P. Okay. Oh, shut up. Um, no Dasher and Prancer. Prancer. Yes. Very good. And like uh, one in a previous episode, you referred to uh, Conrad the reindeer or something. That no. was funny. <laughs> no, it wasn't Conrad. It was next question, Connor Grace. And Cooper and Connor and what's no. next question? Next question. You ready? I will never master it. You ready? You ready? No. Bronner's Christmas Wonderland is the largest Christmas store in what state? Oh, Michigan. Michigan. Very good. Because our cousins already go there. Yes. What country at one time banned Christmas? France. England or Italy? I'm not sure I'd know this one either. I have a hunch, but you got a 33% chance of getting it right. France? I don't know. I'm just guessing. You're going to just pick France? Yeah, I guess. Okay. And the answer is England. Oof. See, I, I kinda... thought it would have been England because of the Puritans and all that. Uh, I don't but, know my history. I'm yeah. terrible. So, all right. We're well, learning about rainforests in history. That's not very helpful when it comes to Christmas trivia. Yeah, rainforests aren't known for their Christmas trees. No. All right, my turn. Uh, yes. Is there a city called Santa Claus in Indiana? There is. Yes. Because um, your your aunt lived near there. That's cool. So you only have to get one more right to beat yep. me, and that's one more. fine. We good game. <laughs> no, what was the game's not over yet? All right, you could still rally. Get the rally caps on, Grace. What does the M stand for in the anagram song Christmas? I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna guess Mary. Manger. Manger. Oh, wah, wah. so close. What classic green character from a children's book did Jim Carrey portray? The Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) Does that count? (laughs) Sure. All right. We got to make it close to be exciting. Next question. What did grandma get run over by? (laughs) These are like preschool ones. Um, A reindeer. Okay. Very good. I'll let you do it now. What color eyes did Bob Wallace notice? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what color eyes did Bob Wallace notice? What color eyes did Bob Wallace notice? I don't even know who Bob Wallace is. Let's see. Green? Is that? Are you sure? Yeah. I'm are you sure? sure? Are I'm you sure? sure? Are you? Uh, yes. It's blue. Oh, I was thinking of when Irish eyes are smiling, but that's probably not even. Who know. is Bob Wallace? I don't know. Super easy one. What FBI star portrayed Maureen Stapleton's new love in The Gathering Part 2? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I have no idea. We're not doing Ephraim that. Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. <laughs> I knew it. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that guy. Okay. Zendaya. No. <laughs> Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a question. Grace has a chance to, to swoop in for the victory. What song contains the line... Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. Oh, 
I'll be home for Christmas. Yes, yeah. you were right. I'll be home for Christmas. So I win? You won. But we cheated like three million times and you gave me like <laughs> kindergarten ones, so I feel bad. So Fine. I think I think it's a tie. All <laughs> right. Well, that's the Christmas trivia game. I, I like that. That was fun. Yeah, it was. I'll have Some a- were like, what does this even have to do with Christmas? Why? I, like some of this we've never heard of. I'll, I'll leave a link in the in the notes below if you guys want to get a, a your own edition because this was this was fun i love trivia games so oh, yeah um and then it has some stuff on the side it says uh color coded and can be used with other trivia games so if you have like a trivial pursuit board um you can play it with that uh it contains eighteen thousand christmas questions so that's a lot you're not gonna run out on the next episode we're going to answer all 1800 and Wait, 1800. I thought you said 18,000. Oh, did I say I meant 1800? I was going to yeah. say that's a lot. Um, it also includes independent game rolls. So there you are. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you can add your own twists to it, like we were doing. No, actually, this was made in 2020. It looks like it's the recent edition. Oh. So, so uh, the game should have some modern pretty recent. questions. So it will have historical questions, but it will also have more modern day All right. questions. Well, that'll be it for today uh we'll have gracie back on i think we'll have we're planning to have aaron back on as well we're sorry we have not had me on in a while i'm not sorry but uh, hey i'm the reason you have so many i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah i should have introduced you as uh and now the reason for my Followers. 80 80,000 downloads so uh we hope that you have a merry ish christmas have a good February. Have a good March. We're in March now. It'll be March when this comes out. Have a good March. And remember that then means there's only nine months till Christmas. Yeah, this is so cringy. So guys, thank you for watching. We hope you had an amazing experience on this video. Make sure to like and subscribe and have yourself a very cozy Christmas. Bye-bye. <laughs> that wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> Talk about cringy. Okay, there are only 302 sleeps till Christmas. That was worse. <laughs> See you later, peeps. No. Already out. <laughs> you have to make a pooper section. You have to make a pooper section. I'm crying. <laughs> All right, and we're done. <laughs>
that is set at um, or about wartime in World War One, and I'm really thinking about that one. It's a pretty sobering story, but I thought in light of current events, it might be something worth reading and thinking about um, during this time. And um, I, if I have any uh, listeners in Ukraine right now, I want you all to know that we're thinking of you and praying for you and, and hope uh, the, the best for you um, in these difficult days that uh, you are facing. There's not a lot that I personally can do, but we're thinking of you and you're not far from my thoughts. You can uh, check out the show notes for links to where to find me on social media, uh, ways you can uh, donate to the show. And uh, for on Kofi.com, especially if you if you donate to the show, I will send you a Christmas card and a bookmark. And as well, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to suggest a episode topic. So if that's something you're interested in doing, just let me know. So uh, until next time, uh, remember to do good and to be kind and that there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter and good humor. Have a very Merry Christmas.